on the page Actually, just say, just believe in your heart. Doesn't that isn't that what our culture is saying? Just believe in your heart. Yes, it is true that believing in your heart is what saves you. But let me tell you this really specifically: you will be speaking about what you think is important. You will speak about what is important to you. In the end, and if you spend all your time thinking about buying a new car, pretty soon you're going to be discussing the color of that car with the people around you. Yes? What kind? Oh, do you like Toyotas? Do you like? Right? Do, you, do, you do you understand? You will be speaking about what your heart is set upon at the moment. You will believe and then operate and live out of whatever your heart says. And let me just tell you that the tongue is the least controllable, most used muscle in the body. And so you literally will be using it. If before you start using your hands to do something, you will be speaking under your breath about it. Your mouth will be going, I think I, I, think I should go get a hammer. And you go get a hammer and you use the hammer. So the muscle of your tongue, as Jesus said, can contain it. Actually, just, just kind of comes right out and says, whatever you're talking about or whatever you're thinking about is in your heart. Or, as Jesus would say, it's not the stuff you put into your mouth that makes you clean or unclean, it's the stuff that comes out of your mouth. For out of your heart, your mouth speaks. And so why is it that it is this? It's not just belief in your heart. It's speaking with your mouth. Stunning. It's both. Why? Because you're a complete, whole individual, and you're not just a heart with no muscles attached. Your heart is attached to you, and so it's really both. You will speak about what you think is important. That's buying a new car, buying a house, it's working on a wood project. How many of you know that I like woodworking? Because I've talked about it, right? This is just the reality of this thing. But this is almost, this is also, I mean, it's not just New Testament Paul saying this. He's essentially just 
reiterating Deuteronomy 30, 12, 14, 12 and 14, which says, you don't have to send people all the way over to bring the message back to you. The message is right here next to you. And the very next thing in that verse that he's saying here is this. Behold, I give you a choice between life and death. Now choose life. That's the Deuteronomy passage that he's quoting from right here. Now choose life. He's saying, look, you have a choice, and you can choose life, but you can also choose the other way. You don't need to choose life. I want you to choose life. Please choose life, but I'm going to leave the choice in front of you. But then it's also this other thing in Romans. Romans 1, maybe it's 17. The righteous shall live by faith. Do you know this verse? The righteous shall live by faith. In Habakkuk, it actually says, depending on which translation you're in, if you're in the Septuagint, that's the Hebrew-Greek translation from before Jesus was born. If you're in that, it says, the righteous shall live by my faith, and God is speaking. Think about that for a second. You live by his faith in the Septuagint. But it also means that the faithful and the righteous find life in that living. And if you live your faith, if you live in righteousness, you will find life in that. You will be saved. It is, this is a firm foundation you can build on. Where you place your heart. You want to make sure that you place your trust in a trustworthy place that isn't going to lead you at mile post 67. In my experience, that mile post 60 isn't actually in a town anywhere I've ever seen it. So, mile post 60 is just sort of in the middle of nowhere. Right? You don't want to be left there because you trusted the wrong thing. But when you trust the Lord, this is what it says. As the scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. That's from Isaiah. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. For it is by believing your heart that you may right with God, it's by openly declaring your faith and you're saved. Let me just say this that this is this is essentially a Three things that I need you to know about your mouth, just going ahead and moving on in this spot. One, I already said this once, I'm just reiterating. If what your heart is focused on, or what you center your life upon, you will be speaking about. And what you trust, you will be talking about. And if you don't trust it, you might not be talking about it. Or you might be talking about not trusting it. Two, it's not actually possible to stop talking about what your life is centered upon. Remember that. <laughs> it's just not possible. You will be speaking about what you're thinking about. If you think Bob or Bob or, or um, let's see, I'm trying to think of a name nobody knows here. Beulah. <laughs> Bob or Beulah. <laughs> I knew a few, unless she was completely trusted, we didn't her. 
But let's say Bob and Mula, um, they, you don't like them and you don't trust them and they've done you wrong. And it's in your heart and in your mind all the time, you will probably be talking about Bob and Mula in a negative fashion, yes? But if you start praying about Bob and Beulah, then pretty soon your mouth is going to start talking about how Bob and Beulah could use the Lord. And pretty soon you might even get to talk about how Bob and Beulah have received some ministry from the Lord and might be changed in the Lord. But if you're doing that, it, as C.S. Lewis would say, I keep praying to God for him to change. And he doesn't change, he changes me. Your heart will change. This is the way it goes. And number three. Center your life on Christ, and we'll be speaking about it. So it does sort of sound like the same three things, right? The same. And I'm just going to make sure you know that the, the gospel and, and Romans and this like all work together, right? Uh, we we got Deuteronomy 30 in here. We got Habakkuk 2. Righteous shoulder by faith. We got Isaiah 28. He's a firm foundation. We had Isaiah 42 earlier. Earlier, this is some of the most beautiful stuff that God has, and is offering you the choice to set your trust here and then free your mouth about it. And that's what I've got for you today. So will you pray with me, Lord Jesus? This morning, as we are here in your presence, as we long for your presence, help us center ourselves. Or as, as a builder might say, help us find a bubble, make a bubble level. Let's, let's get ourselves centered and focused on you. Help us speak out of that. We thank you, Lord Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Amen.